happy day. Rosario Garcia with Why Jesus. Hoping that you are having a terrific day. That you may be slowed down a little bit to feel of God's love and all the little things around you. Maybe the sunrise, the sunset, flowers, a breeze, the wind, you name it. I personally enjoyed the sunrises and sunsets and so that always just makes me feel in awe that all humanity can see those beautiful majestic colors of the sun coming up and going down and that is just it doesn't happen by chance people there's no way on earth that's just they're created from nothing. Um, and to me, it just speaks of his power and his love for us, that he cares enough to give us beautiful things to look at. So I love being able to look for his love in small little things. It always makes me feel better about my day. So with that, I um, am going to dive right in into our Come Follow Me manual. Uh, we are currently on Doctrine and Covenants, and we are covering the week of July 12th through the 18th. Um, it is titled, I Will Lead You Along, and there's a beautiful picture of the Savior with the lamb on his shoulders and, you know, oodles of other uh, sheep following him on this great big green pasture. and. Uh, that is symbolic of how he will carry those that are most hurt and more, more need along through difficult times. And then he asks everybody else to follow him so that he can take care of them. So I love the visual here. I am very happy. Makes me smile. And so <coughs> he is a good shepherd. And he's trying to lead us into good pastures and to happiness in this life and preparing for the best things to come in the next life. Um, he loves us unconditionally. And both God our Father and him have prepared unimaginable uh, things for us in the next life if we prepare here. So... For those newcomers, the Doctrine and Covenants is a scripture from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, in the manual, you find Come, Follow Me. You can either get the hard copy at Deseret Books, or you can go on to LDS.org, do a search for Come, Follow Me, and look for the week that we are covering, and that is July 12th through the 18th. Uh, you can also download the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints app and it just takes you it, it stays on whatever week they're currently covering so you may have to look for the weeks that you want to look at uh, but this is here for everybody and I'm just glad I'm not a scriptorian I'm not an expert nothing like that I'm just simply sharing the lessons that I go through on a weekly basis that helped me look at my week with God's perspective and not the world perspective, as you know. That's kind of messed up, very messed up right now. 
and so I need to keep my eyes fixed on what is more important for me and that definitely is God for me and he always makes everything better and helps me understand my current world situation so with that um hope you know I'm just doing the best that I can so um let's start on the summary they do a great job of that uh, it says here the Lord told Joseph Smith that he would speak in his ears the words of wisdom and so there's a scripture called DNC 28 2 that says and listen to the counsel of him who has ordained you from on high who shall speak in your ears the words of wisdom that salvation may be unto you in that thing which you have presented before me, saith the Lord God. Love that scripture. He has ordained him and us from on high to contribute with a specific purpose in this life. Joseph Smith was to be a prophet of the church to restore the previous church that he left with his apostles and he brought back everything that was lost. So it says less than two years after the church of Jesus Christ was restored, it had grown to over 2000 members and was spreading quickly. In March 1832, Joseph Smith met with other church leaders to discuss church business, the need to publish revelations, purchase land to gather on, and care for the poor. To meet these needs, the Lord called on a small number of church leaders to form a united firm, a group that would join their efforts to advance the cause of the Lord. In these areas, but even in such administrative matters, the Lord focused on the things of eternity. Ultimately, the purpose of a printing press or storehouse, like everything else in God's kingdom, is to prepare his children to receive a place in the celestial world and the riches of eternity. And of those blessings are hard to comp comprehend right now in the midst of the busyness of daily life he reassures us be of good cheer for I will lead you along I love those verses I'm going to read to you um, these short verses that I have here it says for a permanent and everlasting establishment and order unto my church to advance the cause which you have espoused and to the salvation of man and to the glory of your father who is in heaven so that's one scripture the other two that i love are for if you will that i give unto you a place in the celestial world you must prepare yourselves by doing the things which i have commanded you and require of you and ye cannot bear all things now, nevertheless, be of good cheer, for I will lead you along. The kingdom is yours, the blessings thereof are yours, and the riches of eternity are yours. Doesn't that sound terrific? If we do what he says, we will have a place in the celestial kingdom with him, and the riches of eternity 
are ours. What a great promise. And, you know, he doesn't want us to follow the commandments or to do what he says because he's a control freak. No, um, he is trying to, to lead us to true freedom, the freedom that gives us the true freedom of choosing without ha being bonded or in bondage to anything or anyone. And so, you know, if people say, well, freedom is I can choose, you know, to drink, you know, alcohol once a day. I have that freedom to choose. Yeah, you do. But the other side of that coin is should you choose to do that, you more than likely will be addicted. And addiction to alcohol is horrible to recover from. And so you think you had freedom to choose, but in reality, what you chose created a bondage to that substance. And so that's how the world is messed up in seeing freedom. Um, there's freedom that comes from God and doing what God asks us to do that clearly allows us to make choices with a clear mind, clear understanding, with problem solving, with being in our full capacity to choose and enjoy life and all of that. And there's a freedom of the world that says, well, I, you know, need equal rights for this and equal rights for that. Um, great. All people need to be treated equally. Yes. But, you know, you don't take the rights of other people in the process of giving equality to other people. It's, that's not what freedom is. And so we're a little bit confused on that topic. Um, and I can only say that I only have the perspective that I do because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm able to understand just a tiny little bit more of what true freedom is. And so I love it that he promises us the riches of eternity uh, if we follow him. And so it says here on the next section, the, the topic is God reveals his mysteries to those who seek to know them. It says, 12 years after the first vision, the invitation in James chapter 1, verse 5, to ask of God contained to guide Joseph Smith when he lacked wisdom. When he and Sidney Rigdon had a question about the book of Revelations as they worked on the inspired translation of the Bible, Joseph naturally sought wisdom from God, as you read. It says here, consider... Um, the insights of how he asked for uh, inspiration and ponder how you can follow the prophet's example as we study the scriptures and look for understanding when we read. So if you remember, uh, James 1.5 reads, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. And it says to do it with faith, nothing wavering. Because if you're wavering, you're like the waves of the ocean that are being tossed left and right. So choose 
to trust God with full-on faith, um, nothing wavering. And it says here, um, there's a little section called What Was the United Firm? And if you recall, the United Firm was a group that was started to help with purchasing land and how to t take care of the poor. And so the church has always done a great job of taking care of the poor and um, bringing relief in, um, when there's big disasters throughout the world. Um, they've done a great job being led by God to do so. The next section says, I can help advance the cause of the church. It says, the Lord told Joseph Smith and other church leaders that managing a storehouse and a printing press would help advance the cause which ye have spoused. What would you say in the cause of the church? It says, perhaps thinking about these verses uh, could influence the way you fulfill your church calling or serve your family. How can you your service advance the cause of the Lord? And how is it preparing for you a place in the celestial world? So listen, this whole life is about service. Um, I think we all start out thinking, I want this, I want to accomplish this, I, 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 I. And the focus is huge on I, and, but really we don't get a whole lot out of life we don't feel as good, as happy, as fulfilled as when we are serving other people and seeing their light up face when you are serving them or their gratefulness for the service that you're doing for them. And you literally feel the love of God as they are grateful to you for whatever it is you may be doing for them. So to me, that is life. That is the purpose. Um, and so... It says here, um, the Lord will lead me along. It says, do you ever feel a little, like a little child, perhaps because of something you have not as yet understood uh, have or cannot bear? Look for counsel in these verses that can help you be of good cheer in such times. Why do you think the Lord sometimes calls his followers little children? You could also ponder how the Lord might be leading you along. And so these verses, I love them. Um, I'm going to read them to you. Doctrine and Covenants, chapter 78, 17 through 18. And it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye are little children, and ye have not as yet understood how great a blessings the Father hath in his own hands and prepared for you and ye cannot bear all things now nevertheless be of good cheer for i will lead you along the kingdom is yours the blessings thereof are yours and the riches of eternity are yours so once again that beautiful scripture with his promise um if we let him lead us along in our lives i don't know about you but nothing else compares to the promises that god has made unto us nothing the world could ever offer nothing absolutely nothing compares to one of the promises that god has offered us and so the last section here it says 
the call to serve God matters more than where I serve. And if you recall me saying that I feel like the purpose of our lives is to serve our fellow man, serve our families, serve our communities, serve our friends, uh, serve in any capacity we may have with the talents that we've been given. We need to utilize those to the full potential in serving others. Uh, we don't just keep those talents to ourselves for the purposes of uh, earning oodles of money and call that good. Um, it's just not, you know, I call the pleasures that money can give you pleasures, but I don't call that true joy. And so it depends on what you want from life. Um, I prefer true joy. And so this section here, it reminds us um, that it says, perhaps one of the lessons the Savior is teaching us in, the revela in this revelation is that an assignment to labor in a specific place is essentially essential and important, but secondary to the call to, to work. Uh, think about how you're currently serving the Lord, what it, experiences have helped you learn um, how to do that. And it says, um, how can you help someone who has just um, come in to your area, to your church? All the little things, you know, it all matters. Just like we tell our um, children when they go to school. Make sure you say hello to the new students that may come, you know, so they feel welcome. Make sure you're friendly. Make sure this and that. We want them to um, be of service to other people. And so hopefully, hopefully we are teaching them to love all people and not to have them think that they are better than other people. And um, because that is how God is. That is what God is. We are all his children. Nobody is more special than anybody else. Um, and so, and that is the way Jesus Christ feels about us. And if he hadn't felt that way, he wouldn't have done this great sacrifice he did in dying for our sins so that we all may have the opportunity to accept that sacrifice and come unto him and his doctrine to live the fullest life that you can, but in preparation for the life to come, because the life to come is far more important than the current life we may have. And so I love this little section that kind of reinforces the promises from God. He wants us to have a place in the celestial kingdom and he is offering the riches, all that he has, and the riches of eternity. And I would hope and pray that we all catch a vision of eternity uh, rather than just the vision of the world. This is so temporary, so temporary, but the next life will be based on what we did here. And hopefully we are doing the right thing here. We are treating everybody with kindness and respect and doing the best to offer service with whatever talents we may have. I know that, um, you know, in this current crisis, you know, people think less of the people coming into the country illegally and 
the people that you know take advantage of of what is happening here politically and the people that abuse our system and laws and all of that and i agree nobody should do that nobody should do that but i just want to bring some perspective to you let us be thankful and grateful that you were not born in those countries where they have to flee because they fear for their life or because there is nothing for them that offers them freedom or progress or for them to just even survive in those lands. So let us be grateful that you and I have been blessed to live in the greatest country in the world and that we don't have to go through those difficulties. And, you know, it, it's hard, I know it, but once you encounter one of them and they are doing their best and they are kind and respectful and trying to obey the laws and do everything right that they can despite how they got here, I would hope that we see them as a human person before us and not the how they got here um, and let that disrupt how we would treat them um, in this country. Certainly if they're breaking the law or not doing anything for our communities and we are able to see that, then, you know, we do what is right, is what I say. We do what is right. But let us have compassion in the way we look at people and what they do. Wait, I'm not anybody to be judging anybody for what they do in life. I can't. I've done so many things wrong. I, um, you know, you never know what they're going through, why they do what they do, why they, you know, are doing and something different than the way I would do it. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. But if they are being kind and respectful to you and our good neighbors and all of that, there is no reason for us to exclude them, to uh, mistreat them, to, to do anything. We should just be thankful that we are not in their shoes. And um, I tell you, I am just, I just wish that we can just take that stigma, that stereotype off of our eyes to be able to just look at people for who they are. They all have the same dreams and aspirations, the same everything, and hopefully if they are trying to live a good life and respecting things and people and serving in their communities, then, you know, we should accept that for what it is. And so in any event, I just wanted to leave you with the fact that we are all children of God, created by the same God. And nobody's better than, you know, anyone to him. And, yeah, he created them in different countries, different places, different circumstances. But ultimately, the main goal is for us to love each other and help each other and serve each other. That is God's way. And so with that, this is Rosa O. Garcia signing off on why Jesus